0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reputation Matters. I'm your host, Chelsea Craig, and today I am very honored to have the opportunity to speak with John of OYOVA Marketing. Um, John, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Doing very well, Chelsea. Thanks uh, for having me.
0: Of course. So John, I know we've got a lot of great topics to talk about today, but before we get into it, could you just take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself, your company, and any experiences that you've had that kind of got you here today?
1: Yeah, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. Had the agency since 2009. We're a culmination of two different agencies. One was more of a technology firm. The other one was more of a marketing firm, and we merged those in late 2018. We work with companies Typically more than two million in revenue, I'd say most of them fall between two and twenty. But we have you know one or two clients over a billion, and we work in almost all digital marketing services with the exception of affiliate marketing. That's the only one we really don't do too much in.
0: So before we take it even a step further, starting a company in two thousand nine—that's a, a bold time to launch a marketing agency, considering everything that was going on from from two thousand eight beyond. Was it you saw just the extreme upside or the shift to digital? Where was where was your head with that?
1: No, the company I was, wor- I loved this company. I was working for this other marketing firm and it got so corporate and bureaucratic that I left that day. I, I quit and just started a business that day. I was so pissed off.
0: You know, and you learn more from bad, from good or from bad then good experiences. And that clearly uh, was the push that you needed uh, to really start <laughs> and build this success.
1: Uh, it, but in hindsight, that was a horrible time to start a business. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you made it through. You made it through. Well, with that that being said, over the years that you've been in business, with that kind of range of clients that, that you were talking that you work with, no doubt you've encountered some experiences with reputation. I'm sure some bad, hopefully more more on the good side. But what experiences have you specifically had with reputation management, either helping your clients or or watching them kind of go through something?
1: Yeah, we've had the full spectrum. We've worked with a lot of B2C and B2B clients, and we've seen everything from restaurants where people are what I'll call trash paling where they didn't get what they wanted. So they, and y- you can see that in the review where it's just, yeah, they no longer offer free refills. And then I saw flying roaches come into the door, a man with a shotgun was wielding it. And it's just like, wow, there's this whole narrative around this one little piece in there. And we've seen some people react to it very well. And they would explain that, hey, you know, a police report show that there was no man with a, a shotgun and we have all of our, you know, pest control certifications so on and so forth, We're sorry, the free refills. But we've seen others that tried to like abscond information and delete reviews. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And there's like this community management piece that they just don't understand. And really, really important to be authentic and genuine when that happens. So yeah, we've seen the full spectrum, everything in between people telling them, hey, I'm calling the cops in a review, and then them actually calling the cops.
0: Following through <laughs> then, with it.
1: Yes. And then posting the updates, you know, oh, as... Goodness like a play by play. So yes, we, we've uh, we've seen a ton over the years.
0: Live streaming of review and, and reputation issues. That's <laughs> that's pretty unique and definitely a first. I thought I'd heard it all, but, but you've taken the gig with that. I wanted to touch on something that you just mentioned and, and pick your brain about it. Cause it's a question that I get a lot when it comes to those negative reviews. You just mentioned kind of the rabbit hole that can happen if people try to remove, delete reviews without following policy and, and doing that through kind of black hat tricks. When that happens, I assume you're not encouraging your customers but or your clients to do that, but could you just walk me through like, what that process is like and, and what you would advise clients if they're coming to you wanting to pursue that solution.
1: Yeah. So we'll typically see that on usually social media platforms. Let's we'll take Facebook, right? So in Facebook, if people are having negative comments around a review, so they're not reviewing on the profile itself, they're they're giving feedback using that as a channel on, let's say, that their feed and clients will asked to remove those comments. And we we tell them no. So we've told people, no, that we're not going to do that. And that's it's just the worst practice that you can do. And they said, fine, we're going to take that service away from you. And we're going to go ahead and do that. And then the next phone call we get a week later is, oh, my God, you were right. We're wrong. Like, what can we do in this situation? So we always tell them you're only going to make a bad situation worse because Just when you're not being heard in in a room, you're going to talk louder. And that's what people are going to attempt to do. So to talk louder, they're going to get others involved. And then now there's people that are going to be a witness to this, you know, this indignation. And they're all going to feel that they're a part of this and they're going to do what they can to help. hey. Betsy over here, her hair was, you know, caught on fire at this place and they're not going to refund her money and they're now deleting their reviews and everybody's like, oh, this is wrong. Next thing you know, there's pitchforks, torches. And in some horrible scenarios, people will call the news. And if it's a slow news day, you may be on the news if you didn't handle a situation properly.
0: It's amazing the virality factor and how quickly things can just get out of hand. I mean, literally with social media nowadays, it's it's no surprise, but it's amazing when people still, I guess, are surprised and caught with that. We're always talking with clients that unfortunately, I think, or at least in our opinion, reviews have really taken off because people weren't being heard. As you mentioned, people want a pedestal to stand on. Oftentimes when There's a Google review left in particular. It's a customer on their last-ditch effort just to get feedback from the company. And you kind of touched on that as well, people turning to Facebook and those platforms to be heard. Do you ever, when you have your clients and you're noticing a consistent kind of trend in maybe reviews being posted or comments being left, are you do you find it's important to kind of work with them to create a different process to allow that feedback to still get there or, or some type of way for customers to, to voice that opinion, but on a more constructive and maybe less public platform?
1: Absolutely. We want to do whatever we can to circumvent somebody leaving negative reviews online because reviews are one of the most powerful things, not even so much in the social media exposure standpoint when it's positive, but also just in the decision making because it's trust. That's why people purchase anything from another person or or company. So we tell them, well, we ask them first, like, okay, well, why are these occurring? And we know just based on doing this for quite some time that about 3% of the population, no matter what, when they buy something from a, a company, there's 3% of that population is gonna be unhappy. And whether that's something psychological, whether that's something that's just going on in their life and they wanna kick a puppy, I'm not exactly sure, but some, they'll just they'll do that online. So 4.9, 4.7% are, uh, stars you know, out of five is, is pretty good. So we tell them, okay, you need to get more involved in the customer service side. And what that means is either you have a missing account management component, there's a breakdown in project management, depending what it is. And even if you are that pizza shop or salon shop, those things still exist in some capacity. So. Find out once you send an order, send a survey, beat somebody to the punch, check in with somebody before they walk out of the door. And if it's really bad and you see a trend, start calling people You know, to, to make sure that you're getting ahead of it, especially in construction companies. When the timeline moves and there's large construction companies and it affects, when with COVID, like hundreds or even thousands of different projects, you have to act quickly because everybody is really pissed off when they're... I'm not going to say what it is. Their kitchen or bath or whatnot isn't, isn't complete, and that can really be detrimental. So what we ask is mainly figure out whatever that account management component is, get involved, and survey as much as you possibly can so they feel like they're being heard and they're being touched.
0: Would you recommend, so obviously, as as you said, you know, 3% of the population is just unhappy. It's America. We like to complain. If anything, that was a huge takeaway of this past year. We we talk with our clients a lot about that too, saying, you know, a negative review shouldn't be feared. It can, if properly handled and managed, can actually validate that those other positive reviews are true and and real. When you talk about, though, those 3%, they're often the ones that will organically go post that review versus the happy customers. You sometimes, you know, you need to proactively solicit that. When you're starting with your, your clients and you're a little bit concerned, maybe those construction industries where... There's a lot of opportunity for things go wrong and people be upset. Would you recommend them sending these internal surveys first prior to kind of just soliciting those public campaigns or, or what would that process look like?
1: Absolutely. You, there should be a negative review should not be a surprise. There's a breakdown in your process if somebody's leaving one. You should be touching and handling that customer in every way possible through whatever your business is uh, in in each, you know, cycle of how you do business with them so you ensure that they're satisfied. If you're not doing that, you deserve the negative review.
0: So when you talk about in the construction space, I have heard horror stories both from agencies and clients alike about Yelp, Angie's List, how is the power specifically that reviews have within that industry that the customers also know they hold. We've heard a lot of situations of customers posting a review and then reaching out to the business from a blackmail perspective to, to kind of call it what it is. Have you, have you dealt with any of that with their clients or could you provide advice on how a business should move forward if they do encounter something like that?
1: Yeah, I, I, just taking the ideal and the, the principles aside, people do that, especially when it comes to HVAC, they they understand the, the weight of them. And when it even comes to Yelp as well, the Yelpers seem like they can kind of get cultish and, and attack. And I'm sure there's some great people in there, but, you know, when people get together, sometimes bad things happen. And I think it's it's a business decision. So depending on what you're being extorted for, I hate saying it this way, but we've seen somebody go from a four-star to a three-star review in some of those, and it having a 15 to 20% drop in their organic leads that were coming in on account of that. So... It's something that you need to weigh out and, and decide, and it, it's it's unfortunate, but that's the way it's le- you can be leveraged based on this user base, and unfortunately, that's just the way it is right now.
0: Yeah. So with all that being said, I mean, you, you specifically mentioned Yelp, and uh, it's quite the platform both for businesses and consumers, the algorithms, the different policies there. For businesses that choose, you know, I've, I've encountered some that say, I don't, I just don't want to be on that platform anymore. I don't want to be involved. And, and you know, as well as I do, unfortunately, it's not as simple as that. What what advice or kind of tips or strategies can you provide for businesses that are kind of at that lost place where they, they just don't, they're frustrated and, and kind of paralyzed out of frustration?
1: That's a tough one. We saw that with the uh, political campaign. We had some clients that didn't want anything to do with Facebook and didn't want anything to do with uh, Instagram because of their their political uh, leanings. And we've also had people say, I want nothing to do with Yelp. We just try to educate them as much as we can. And people are going to find an outlet if it's something negative. And it's up to us to try to you know, create a positive experience as we can. So with, with Yelp, we had a client that they had negative reviews and they had so many really, really positive reviews and they just weren't showing based on their algorithm. And we put down a large sum of money in advertising and it just slowly started to go up. And I love, I love Yelp's definition. <laughs> of pay to pay to Yeah, well, the, to them, they said, no, no, that's not why this is happening. And they said, it's because you're getting more exposure to the Yelp community. And I said, all right, whatever it is, what it is. And this is unfortunately the game we have to play. It's like we're back in the 1940s or 1920s. And we're, you know, there's this mob boss that we're having to give money to. And unfortunately, that's the way that this game is played. And if the client wants to win, that's that's how we have to win. And I'm, I'm a very principled and moral person, but that's this game in some places.
0: It is a shame. And, you know, I do believe that every platform obviously starts with the the best intent, both for their businesses and their customers. And you know, sometimes things change due to business and needing to stay alive. So if you could, you know, you clearly an expert in the space, clearly have a lot of advice experience. What are a couple like just key kind of tactical things that people could implement today, something that someone can start today to help either improve their reputation or continue to expand on a great reputation out there.
1: I think the, the number one thing is make sure that you offer something that is kick-ass. And if you don't, then I think you really need to look at that because it's gonna be very difficult for you to get positive reviews. The other is make it really clear that you want them and how to get, get them, right? So there's tons of different platforms out there where I'm not even going to bother even name them, but there's tons of platforms out there where you can circumvent it, where it'll send out a survey email ahead of time, depending on the star rating, and then it'll add a positive one. Also during your sales process, whatever that is, if there's a checkout counter, you're selling cars and whatnot, explain how important the positive reviews are, or you're continually checking in with those people and make sure that you're focusing on the platforms that your customers use the most when making a buying decision for you. You don't need to you know, spray out to every single one of them. Granted, you want to make it easier for them to leave reviews, but if your customers are typically coming in through an organic search, they're most likely using Google. So therefore, Google reviews would be uh, the highest on the social media side, if it's Facebook, so on and so forth. Find out where they're coming from and make sure that that's where you focus your efforts.
0: Yes. I mean, those two, the advice that you gave, I, I couldn't echo it more Ask for their reviews, but be upfront how much they matter to your business. So many business owners think like, if I just deliver exceptional service, someone's going to leave it organically, and unfortunately, that's that's not true. And I love what you pointed out about the platforms. I mean, we work with over 125 different platforms, but a review on Yellow Pages does not hold the same weight as a review on Google. And so, it's so important to you know put them where they matter. Get a bang for your buck. It takes work to get them. Make sure they're going to bring you something. Um, so I love that that you highlighted that. John, I mean, tons of great advice, so many like great, great, great takeaways and quotes. My paper is full of awesome, awesome items from you. If someone wanted to get in contact with you, have an opportunity to pick your brain more as well as also just learn about more about your company. And if you can help them, what's the best way for them to reach out to you, find you and and learn more?
1: Yeah, the best way would be you could just search my name, John, J-O-N. And my last name is spelled T is in Tom, S is in Sam, O-U-R-A-K-I-S. It's Sirakis. If you search that, you're going to land on any number of ways to contact me, but linked is great. Or just shoot me an email. John, J O N at OYOVA.com. O Y O V A.com. And yeah, I'd love to, to chat with you, help out whoever I can.
0: Awesome. And we will have all of that information in the show links. So John, I've, I've got to ask, cause I get asked a lot with Ryan and reviews, but OYOVA, where did the name come from? What does it mean? Can you explain a little bit about that for the audience?
1: Yeah. It, uh, it means nothing. It's a short word with repeating letters, which is good for marketing and branding.
0: Amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> to the point. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. I really appreciate your time and, and you sharing your expertise with us.
1: My pleasure, Chelsea. So, uh, so happy to be here and uh, yeah, look forward to potentially doing it again.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Right, you're welcome. Bye now. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. Before we go, I want to thank the sponsor of our show, Rhino Reviews. Rhino Reviews can help your business with all your review generation and reputation management needs. If your business could stand to benefit from a strong online presence, and let's be honest, who can't? Visit us on the web rhino-reviews.com to learn more about what we can do to help. Until next time, don't forget 9 out of 10 buyers Google a business and decide to buy because their reputation matters. Thank you.